Good evening. My name is David Suskind. Tonight, our show is called Men Who Became Women, Three Transsexuals. What is a transsexual? It's a person who feels that he is trapped in the wrong anatomy. He wants to change his sex. And my guests tonight are three men who had operations and became women. We'll begin in a minute. introduce my three guests now. First, school teacher Mrs. Paula Grossman. Last March, Mrs. Grossman married and the father of three teenage daughters underwent a sex operation. She is now Mrs. Paula Grossman. Next, Miss Deborah Harton. For many years, despite marriage and a child, Buddy Harton wanted an operation to change his sex. A year and a half ago, he had the operation and became Miss Deborah Harton. Diane, who prefers not to use her last name, is a 23-year-old and a dancer. She's been taking female hormones for the past five years and just recently underwent surgery to change the sex. Exactly beyond the bare description I gave, what is a transsexual? What, what is that emotionally? Basically, <clears throat> a transsexual is a person who feels in his heart that he has had the wrong original sex assignment. Uh, in, in, in its briefest terms, it's uh, a person with a female psyche and a male body, or vice versa. Now, you're in your early 50s, Paula. Yes. How long did you feel that you had the wrong body? Would you believe 46 years? In what way did the wrongness of your sex manifest itself? Were you a homosexual? Never. Never. Not for five seconds in all my life. Transvestite? Uh, you dress up? Only in my home. Uh, it's a very difficult uh, thing for people to understand. A transsexual, I think it's very important to, uh, for people to understand first what a transsexual is not. Okay, tell us what it's not. Well, I'm speaking, of course, in my own case. And I, from things I've read, this is the general rule. A transsexual, a transsexual is not a homosexual. A transsexual has no disgusting or obnoxious sex habits. Uh, a transsexual is not criminally inclined or so constituted that people have any legitimate reason to want to object to this individual if they would look at it dispassionately. Uh, it's just, I, I imagine, because uh, the Americans have such a ghastly hang-up on sex that if you tamper with it, you're an outcast. Paula, you're six feet tall. You weigh approximately 200. Well, uh, that's in heels. <laughs> All right, you're 5'10". 5'8". 5'8". And you're 200-odd pounds, I would think. Mm -hmm. 
you seem to have the physical constitution of a male, then would that suggest that the thing is entirely psychic? Nobody really knows, Mr. Suskind. How did you feel female? Uh, uh, nobody can tell you why a transsexual is a transsexual. Uh, How did you feel female? In what ways did the... A psychiatrist once asked me that, and I think I answered it simplistically, but in a way that meant something to me and I thought was rather meaningful. I said to him, he said, why do you feel like a woman? I said, well, I said, no doubt as a man, you enjoy watching a woman walk down the street in nylon stockings and high heels. She has rather shapely ankles and legs. And so he said, yes, I do very much. I said, well, as a woman, I enjoy providing you the opportunity. Uh, this, I, I would say, uh, consists of so very, very many intangibles. It would be impossible for me to answer a question, why do I feel like a woman? It's an indescribable feeling. It's just that when I'm out, or when I was out formerly, I, I just couldn't get rid of the feeling that I was playing a part in which I didn't belong. Uh, I wasn't supposed to be a man. I was supposed to be a woman. I didn't want to act uh, to, to really play the male role when I felt female. Uh, I had no objection whatsoever to accepting my male responsibilities. And as a matter of fact, I'm still carrying them on and plan to continue to do so. That is, if I can find some place to work. We'll come right. to that. <laughs> Deborah, how did you feel female? You were married. You have a child. Yes. Uh, I had a child simply because I was trying to prove that I was um, a man. I was trying to prove that I was masculine. And it, I was a complete failure all of my life living as a man. I, I disliked terribly wearing male attire. It, it's, From what age, Deborah? Uh, since seven. And doctors uh, are of the opinion that the desire to be a, um, a female uh, starts between the ages of five and seven. In my case, it started at the age of seven. Did you tell your parents about this? Um, no. I. I was afraid, and I'd done so much soul-searching uh, uh, two years before I sought help. I was afraid if I told my parents, what would happen to my mother? Would she have a heart attack? What would my father do? I had a sister and a brother. How would they feel? So I kept my feelings to myself until one Sunday night, I was sitting on the edge of a rooftop, ready to go over five floors down. And I looked up and I said, dear God, give me one more chance. And I went down the house that night and I stood up all night. And the following morning, I had the news program on at 10 o'clock. And they mentioned that the operations were going to be started in Johns Hopkins Hospital. I ran out. I bought a newspaper. I saw two doctors' names in the paper. I wrote them. They accepted me. It was a, something. I say it was God who took me from that roof ledge. 
and, and gave me one more chance. It's so difficult to explain. You ask me, what it, does it feel like being a woman? That's like asking me, uh, that's like asking a painter what he feels like when he is uh, uh, painting a picture, or it's like asking me to describe pain. We both felt pain, but I might feel it differently than you would. In your marriage, did you play the part of the woman? Uh, no. Did you pose as a man? I started to dress full-time in my marriage, and the girl I was married dress to... Dress as a woman? Yes. The girl I was married to was quite young, and we both didn't know what was going on, really. I had this desire. I felt more comfortable in female attire, but I got no sexual arousal, or I didn't have a fetish for one piece of feminine attire. I just felt natural. So I, I had to find help. And as I said before, I found this doctor, and thank God he accepted me, because I was on the verge of suicide, as many of us are. I hear from transsexuals all over the United States and if you heard some of the problems that they have to encounter, it's incredible, uh, family ties. Uh, like in Paula's case, going, trying to get back to school to teach. And I'm trying to help the transsexuals in the United States. I am trying to bring to the public a better image of Diane, you look absolutely feminine. You're a man. You, you were a man. Was. Until very recently. Till last Tuesday, I had my operation. And I was released out of the hospital today. Do you and know, did you ever shave? Did you ever have No, a I never had a beard. Never had hair on my body. And uh, I was always a woman. I mean, look at me. Uh, have you always taken hormone shots or something? Uh, what gave you your ample dimension? Well, uh, when I was a little boy, I used to uh, I used to pray to God that I wake up in the morning and be a woman. And uh, I often heard when I got older, as I was getting older, I always heard about changes, and I knew that's what I wanted. Well, do you know why? Why? Did you ever consult a psychiatrist? I have. Did you? And you told him. Psychiatrists that I've talked to have told me that I should have the operation. Excuse me, but I'm in a little pain. What were the manifestations of wishing to be a woman at the age of four? You said. I don't know. I just I wanted to be a woman. I mean, that's what I wanted. When I was six years old, I used to um, take my mother's high heels and umbrella to school. And as soon as I get into, I put in a paper bag. And as soon as I get into school, I used to put her high heels on and open the umbrella and prance down the hall. And everybody said, uh, "There's David." They knew it was me when they heard the click, click. You know, all my, you know, ever since I was a kid, I used to do all these things put my mother's lipstick on. I could wait for her to get out of the house to attack uh, her high heels. 
She must have uh, found out about this in one oh, way or another. Oh, she used to hit me and beat me and tell me I wasn't supposed to do this and do that, but I told her I liked it. And I used to sew, I used to like to sew. I uh, loved my grandmother because my grandmother used to let me sew and, you know, play with her dresses and umbrellas and things like that. I was 14 years old one time, I was in California, and I took a pair of, uh, I just want to dress up like a woman. I took a, a hairnet and I put it over my head, and I took a pair of balloons, and I blew them up, you know, and I went out, swearing I was a real woman. Did you have this operation with your uh, parents' knowledge? Yes, my family is 100% happy for me. My father financed a great deal of the money for me. At first, it, they, you know, at first it was hard, you know. Like they, my father couldn't picture his son being a, ma a woman. And uh, like he says, cut your hair and come home and be a man. Why? Well, I says, Daddy, listen, I says, it's not that easy. You don't understand. I said, this is something I want. It's my life, and I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. So I went home a couple years ago, and um, my stepmother told me, she says, listen, she says, uh, your father doesn't want to see you in your new disguise. And I just told her, I says, listen, it's not a disguise. It's, it's reality. You're going to have to face it. So you might as well face it now. So when they, when I got off the plane, like they were looking for David, and they were vanished, you know, they couldn't believe it was me. They were very happy. They thought I was very beautiful, and my uncles and aunt, everyone accepted. As David, did you look approximately this way? I was very feminine. I didn't have the, uh, you know, the physical. The mammary development. Yes. And what about the hair? Oh, the hair grew. It's extraordinary. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs>